literally want a practical weapon, get out the word of God and say it. Like say it out loud. The enemy will flee. He will flee. He has to flee. And you can say, you can remind him out loud, out of your physical mouth, you can say, the word of God says you have to flee. So I'm drawing near to the father and you're going to flee from me. And you say that out loud and you read that passage out loud and the enemy will go. He will go. Welcome to the God's Perfect Size show where faith meets fat loss. I'm your host, Kim Jockway, the author of God's Perfect Size and a former food addict turned food freedom coach. Tune in every week to be encouraged and empowered towards your goals for weight loss and victory in Christ. Welcome back to the God's Perfect Size podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me today because today we're going to be talking about practical and powerful ways to resist food temptation. I'm going to give you some practical steps. So I chose this particular lesson because if you followed us through the wisdom series and you found that you did the underlying work, you were set free, you got the healing you needed, and now you are walking, but you are feeling more tempted than ever, which is what happened to me on my journey. I want to be here to help you on your journey and share with you the things I've learned along the way so that you don't have to suffer on your own and you have some practical things you can do to set yourself up for success. So here's the thing. When I first started on this weight loss journey, y'all, I was blown and tossed about. Even before I started this particular journey, I was on a cabbage soup diet. I was on all these other diets trying to get my life together. But the thing is, everything I had been doing, all the decades that I had been dieting, all the years I had been dieting, nothing ever worked long-term, nothing. Like I can't think of a single plan that worked long-term and that actually fixed the root, the core of the problem. And so I would do these things and then I would white knuckle it. I even went as long as a year one time and kept some of the weight off, but then it all came back. And, and then the thinking, like the obsessing, I would have these obsessive thoughts around food and I could never control them or get them to stop. And it wasn't until God started teaching me. This program is called God's Perfect Size, but before it was God's Perfect Size, it was just me alone praying to God, please help me, please save me, please show me something that's going to last and work. And it wasn't until he did that and he showed me that I had to combine faith with the fat loss that I was searching for. He combined both of the things together that it rocked my world and changed my life and the weight actually came off. And I'm like 20 years on the other side of this thing. And God is still faithful to me to this day. So that's why I'm sharing it with you. Because if you're searching for long-term healing around your weight, if you're searching for long-term health, then you've got to do things God's way, not Kim's way, not even God's perfect size way. You've got to do things God's way and you've got to let God come and bring healing to you. You know, I want you to think about all the plans and all the things you've tried, the pills, the potions, the lotions, everything. Think about it all. Has any of it ever really set you free? Has it kept you free long-term? Even in the book, I wrote about the fact people, you know, they, they don't always love the things that I have to say, but I'm not saying the things that, that come from my own flesh. I'm just telling you what scripture says. And I don't know of any way that you can be saved except by faith in Christ. There's no way. I don't know of any other way that you can be set free from 
a territory that the enemy is ruling and reigning in, except by Christ. I don't have it in me. And as far as I know, no one else has it in them. Only Jesus has it. He's the only one who has triumphed over sin. What we're talking about is a sin issue and he has triumphed over it. And so the victory in him is what we get. We get his victory in us when we trust him with our lives and our health and our weight loss. We get his victory. We don't have to do this on our own. We don't have to reinvent the book. He already wrote the book, it's called the Bible. He has already given us that victory and that triumph. So the truth is, willpower isn't is only going to carry you so far before you before you fall back into old habits or new temptations because the truth is the enemy dominates in that space and until you bring in a new authority a new kingdom a new throne and dethrone the enemy you won't have success jesus is the only way to do that jesus has to come in so if you are looking to lose the weight and the enemy has been beating you up in that area, let God come in and kick Satan off the throne and let Jesus Christ sit on the throne of your flesh. That is the only way we can get this done. So I want to give you some practical tips beyond white knuckling it, beyond willpower, beyond all of that. I want to give you some proven and tried things that you can do from the word of God to help set you up for success. Are you ready for that? If I want you to grab your notebook and I want you to be ready to write these things down, okay? Get your notebook, get your Kool-Aid, get your popcorn, get everything you need because here are some practical things you can do to be set free. Number one, fasting. That was one of the very first things that God called me to. Now, if you're not familiar with fasting, you deny your flesh, you choose not to have sex with your mate, and that's only if you two agree. Or more traditionally, you choose not to eat. You turn down your plate and you turn yourself over to the Lord and you fill up on him. That is really what a traditional fast looks like. You humble yourself and you say, I'm not gonna eat dinner or, or I'm not gonna eat for a 24 hour period. And then you sit before, the, before God and you spend that time reading the word and praying and just going about your life. Now, what is not a fast is you saying, I'm not going to eat for 24 hours, but then you don't spend time with God. That's not a fast. What's also not a fast is if you say, I'm not going to eat for a certain period of time, and then you spend 10 minutes with God and you spend the rest of the time, 23 hours watching TV and sleeping, like that's not a fast. That's not a fast at all. If you look at, look it up in scripture, it's a time of humbling yourself before God. You're limiting distractions in your life and you're choosing, intentionally choosing to spend time with God. That is a fast. Um, and Jesus can meet you in that intimate time. The Lord can meet you in that intimate time that you have created where you're hungry in the flesh, but you are filling up in the spirit. He can feed you in a way that you can't normally get if you just read your Bible every day. So you'll see throughout scriptures, like even the apostles, they were uh, Jesus disciples. They had gone to heal a, a man's son and his his son was demon possessed and the, the disciples weren't able to do it. And they said, why couldn't we do it? And Jesus did it. But they said, why couldn't we do it? And Jesus said, this kind only comes out by prayer and fasting. So if you are in a hard place 
and you are feeling way tempted and you can't quite get over it, maybe it's time for you to combine prayer and fasting together to get your freedom. It can give you breakthroughs that you never thought possible. So pray and fast and ask God when and how. He can do all the logistics with you. Pray and ask him, how long should I fast? What should it look like? What should I do? I personally um, live a fasted lifestyle, so I still try to fast once or twice a week and spend time with God that way. But even when I started this journey, I started this journey pregnant and I was like, how am I going to, God, I felt like God was calling me to fast. And I was like, well, how am I going to do that? You, I have a baby in me and you put her together. She's in there. So what am I going to do? And God's, God showed me, I literally was reading. And then I had this memory in, uh, of reading about Daniel. Daniel fasted and he ate fruits and vegetables and he trusted God to keep his health through that thing. And so God called me to eat like that. And I fasted for like a month pregnant and I was healthier and happier. My blood pressure went down. I ate enough. So I talked to my doctor about it. You always have to consult your doctor, especially when you're pregnant. But I talked to my doctor about it. My doctor was like, there are vegetarians who fast. There are vegans who fast or who live that lifestyle and eat fruits and veggies. So I was safe. I was given the all clear. You have to be given the all clear, not by me, but by your physician. But either way, I fasted even while I was pregnant and God set me free and did some underlying work even while I was pregnant. So I will say the first thing you can do, the practical thing you can do to mitigate temptation in your life is to fast and pray. This, the second thing I want you to do is, is if you've committed your plan to God and you've written it down, I want you to revisit that plan. I want you to pray over that plan. I want you to talk to the Father. Like as temptation comes, I want you to have that plan in the in the forefront of your mind that God gave you. God, you said, this is the plan. I feel tempted. I'm going to commit to the plan. Would you give me willpower to stay the course? Pray over the plan God gave you and visit it. That's a practical thing to do. Keep the plan before you. That's why you wrote it down in the first place. The next thing I want you to do is have a strong prayer life. Like have a strong life where you are, you have a place set up wherever you live, you have a place, even if it's a chair in a corner in the morning, whatever you do, make, make a beautiful, intimate place where you can meet with God and make it a regular thing. Set a timer in your phone. Make sure you put the date on your calendar. Treat God like he is important because he is. Set aside time to meet with the father and go to that space if you can regularly. I go daily to my prayer space. It's not a you know, it's not a glamorous space. I sit on my couch, but I set my timer for, you know, whatever time. I don't want to tell you because I don't want you to, you, it's not the, the time that matters, the actual timing of the day. It's the fact that I go and set that place up and I meet with God and I try my very best not to miss it. And you can do the same thing. Set that timer with God and go meet with him. Be excited to meet with him. I remember not being excited to meet with God about you know just meeting with him in particular because it was so early in the morning. And then one day it occurred to me, you didn't even pray and ask God to, to look have something to look forward to. Now I get so excited when I wake up and I feel, I literally physically feel like I'm excited to meet with you, God. Is it like that every day? No, some days are hard, but I do get excited to meet with God almost 90% of the time, unless I just didn't sleep the night before. But I'm always excited to meet with God. And even on that 10%, I'm always excited to meet with God. My flesh is exhausted, 
but I'm excited to meet with God. Set aside special time to meet with God. And the last thing I would tell you is speak by faith. When, when those doubts come, we talked about that in the Proverbs series. When those doubts come, speak by faith. Make some faith statements. When the temptation comes, you say out loud, I have a spirit of self-control. I am not going to eat that because God is with me. You say it just like that. If, if it's awkward and you're in a public setting, you can mutter that under your breath. You do whatever it is you have to do, but you make sure that you set yourself up for success. If you're not finding breakthrough, I hope you've written down that you have fasting as a resource. You have, you can visit the plan again and talk to God about the plan and remember what he gave you. You have prayer. You have that physical space where you go to meet with the father and you can take anything to him in that space. Your concerns, your worries, your praise, your laughter, your love, all of it. Take it all to that space because that's your intimate time with God. And lastly, speak by faith, speak truth, speak scripture. And here's the thing, when you are feeling tempted and you, and you literally want a practical weapon, get out the word of God and say it, like say it out loud. The enemy will flee. He will flee. He has to flee. And you can say, you can remind him out loud, out of your physical mouth. You can say the word of God says you have to flee. So I'm drawing near to the father and you're going to flee from me. And you say that out loud and you read that passage out loud and the enemy will go. He will go. He'll come back because just like Christ, when he told Christ, I'll come back at an opportune time. He always tries to come back at an opportune time, meaning when you're weakest, but you still have that same weapon, even if he shows up. So I, I pray that these, these strategies help you. I pray that these godly biblical resources strengthen you and that you have a firm foundation to stand on so that you can fight back. I wish you great success. I pray victory in your life. And I pray that even as you find victory, that others would see you walking in the light of Christ and that they would be curious and you would be bold enough to tell him, tell them, look what my God is doing for me. Thank you for joining me in this episode. I appreciate you so much. Make sure you, if you are watching this on the YouTube channel, make sure you join our community here on YouTube. And if you're listening to this in the podcast, make sure you subscribe to this. And I'd love to hear from you. So please send me your emails, your questions, your prayer concerns, your requests, because I want to be praying for you. And a member of my team will also be praying for you. Thank you all. I pray blessings over you in the name of Jesus. Until next time, y'all be blessed.